The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And Kenny Ducey loves us so much, he is right back here. Kenny Ducey from Covers and the Action Network here to preview the World Series. Kenny, thank you so much for joining us. Let's first talk about the World Series price itself. Rangers at minus 175 on BetMGM. Diamondbacks plus 145. Seems to me like with the unpredictability with the postseason, it's either Diamondbacks or nothing. What say you? Yeah, I, I would certainly agree with you. I've actually been looking into a few props which we can get into. But in terms of the series price, I, I do think that this is a series where uh, it should go rather easily to the Texas Rangers. I could see it going under seven and a half games. You know, I think you get into a risky proposition when you talk about maybe it goes under six games, but um, I, I ultimately do think that there is still a wide discrepancy between the teams. And I know that we did say that with the Phillies and then the Phillies blew it. And, you know, that, that that's not going to deter me from saying that the Rangers are firmly a better team here. And yes, I would agree with you that it, it, the series price really just doesn't do much for you. If you're going to back uh, the favorite at minus 175, given the volatility that we've seen this postseason. So before we get into those props, I certainly want to talk about those for the series. As far as game one, kind of in line with the series price, Texas minus 165, plus 140 on the take back for the uh, Diamondbacks. The total is eight. Any interest in game one? Yeah, game one I think should be an interesting one because Nate Evaldi was really the X factor for the Texas Rangers uh, really all throughout the postseason ALCS and the ALDS. We didn't expect him to pitch this well. He did. Um, pitching at home, I think, to a ground ball team like the Arizona Diamondbacks is going to go very well. 
I also do uh, worry a bit about Zach Allen's fly balls this season against Texas, so I would certainly say uh, the Rangers would be my lean there. But I, I, I think I could see the under in play, and the reason I say that is because, and this is going to be a theme with me in this series, I think it's going to be low scoring. I do think that the Texas Rangers benefited greatly from the Astros throwing out some awful starting pitchers, and I know that by name value they have uh, plenty behind them. You know, you, you wouldn't expect for Amber Valdez and Jose Arquiti, guys who have pitched to the World Series for Houston, to really be guys that are easy to get to. But you look at the numbers, especially Arquiti. I mean, I've, I've never once in my life thought Jose Arquiti was a good pitcher, and it's, it's been nice to see that finally pan out here over the last couple of years. And he, he just pitches to a lot of contact, not my type of guy. Frember Valdez's ground ball rate has sunk 20 points over the last two years, and he's a completely different pitcher. So I, I thought that the Rangers matched up really well with those guys. I thought that they were caught in um, the middle of, of just bad seasons. But I think when you talk about the Arizona Diamondbacks, the starting pitching that they can provide, at least at the front end with Gallon and Brandon Fott, uh, I do think that that could certainly be a little bit of an issue for Texas. So the under is where I would lean here. I think the Diamondbacks offense comes back down to earth, and I think we see a lot of low-scoring games in this series. Kenny, I watched your Knicks last night against the Celtics. I thought they should have won. Loved what I saw from your squad early in the season. I want to ask you about some World Series props. Let's talk home runs. Corey Seager, your favorite at plus 360, followed by Adolis Garcia at 4-1, to one, Mitch Garver 5-1, to one, and then a bit of a drop-off. You got Christian Walker, Simeon, Josh Young with some better value. Where are you looking in this market? Yeah, I, I did see that market. It was it was interesting to me. I initially thought Corey Seager would, would be my guy. Ultimately, I, I think this is a little complicated because, as as I alluded to earlier, I, I kind of like some interesting unders in this series because we're going to go to Arizona for three games. And if you think about how the series is going to go, like I, I do think that this is a series where we have the Texas Rangers get out to a 2-0 lead. I think they could end up winning it in five games, honestly. So that, that it really could mean we see three games in Arizona and two games in Texas. So with that all said, it's very hard to hit a home run in Arizona. I predict that Corey Seager will not hit a home run in Arizona in those three games. And if they are the majority of the games played, uh, I think you would have to certainly bet on Adolis Garcia. He's probably the only guy – one of the only guys on this list with the power to just muscle it out of there uh, rather easily. So I would, I would lean towards him in terms of the other guys, the, the Diamondbacks on this list. Like, uh, like I said, the Rangers, these pitchers have not been giving up a ton of home runs. Um, Christian Walker certainly is the deserving favorite there, but I mean, maybe Joe, uh, maybe uh, Lourdes Gurriel at, at plus 1300 is the guy I would look to if I were looking elsewhere on this list, but sadly, I don't think there are any fun, you know, any any fun players you could bet on in this market. I I initially thought maybe Tommy Pham, but he really has not hit that many home runs this postseason, not as many as I remembered. So yeah, this this is a really tricky one because unlike the NLCS, uh, or excuse me, the ALCS and half of the NLCS, we're not going to see really a lot of uh, a lot of friendly home run environments game to game. So I, I think this is a little bit of a weird market, but. I certainly would would side with Garcia just given the park shift. As far as hits, RBI, maybe even MVP, one name, and it's a weird one, I know, but one name that kind of stands out to me when I'm looking at some StatCast numbers is Evan Longoria. He has the highest hard hit rate 
And I wonder if because he's a good story, maybe he gets a little bit of slack in terms of, okay, at the end of the series, if the Diamondbacks pull this off, maybe he didn't have the greatest of numbers, but he might make the best story. And he might get votes that way. Uh, hits leader, RBI leader, obviously won't matter there, but MVP, it might. Do you see value anywhere with Evan Longoria? I, I absolutely do not. And, and I know what the numbers tell you, Ed. I know that they tell you he's at the ball hard. But what I can tell you from watching Evan Longoria all season long is it, this guy's power is just absolutely shot. And, it, you know, the, the home run totals have come way down. He only hit 11 this year. Um, it just feels like he makes great contact, but it just goes absolutely nowhere. He just is, is a, a little bit worse uh, every single year in the power department. He's 38 years old. He can't muscle that out of there anymore. And I, I ultimately don't think we see much out of this Arizona Diamondbacks offense, as I said. I, I understand the inclination to go with the veteran, a, a guy that's been in the playoffs before. I, I, I think, you know, in terms of guys that could <clears throat> swing this series, I mean, I know that pitchers are not attractive uh, candidates for World Series MVP, but I will continue to say, like, a guy like Brandon Fott, to me, is a guy that could swing this series to the Diamondbacks if you look at – how this could go. I mean, if he could win two games for the Diamondbacks all by himself and considering he wasn't, you know, he's a rookie this year. So he really wasn't consistent all season long. He just kind of came on late for this team. If he could give them two amazing starts in this series, I would have to think he would be the MVP because really without, without that, they'd be nowhere. I had the same reason I thought Zach Wheeler was going to win NLCS MVP RIP to the Philadelphia Phillies. But I, I do think ultimately, um, <laughs> You know, I, I, I agree with you in theory, though, that I'm not going to, you know, run after Catel Marte. I'm not going to run after the big names. Um, I, I, honestly, a guy like Tommy Pham, I know I was saying I didn't really like him as home run leader, but, I mean, that's a guy that you want to talk about. You want If you want to bet on a guy just based off of hard hit rate, Ed, I think you want to bet on Tommy Pham and not Evan Longoria because he does have the muscle to still get it out of the ballpark. I think he's going to come up with some big hits in this series. So that is really where I would lie if I was like, yeah, the Diamondbacks are going to win and who's going to be the weird guy to come out and do it for that? I think Tommy Pham could, could be that guy. You could have a Hideki Matsui-like World Series. All right. Uh, since we're talking about that idea of the Diamondbacks, even though it sounds like you're pretty strong on Texas, uh, a name that I brought up for certain stats like home runs, RBIs, just because of the number play. The numbers just you're getting so much more value. Alec Thomas, he's got the most home runs for Arizona in the playoffs, and he's 40 to 1 for World Series MVP. Same range if you were to lead the World Series in home runs. Yes, he's not the most likely uh, winner of this, but do you think he can have a big series? No, I, I don't. I don't think he's going to have a big series because I don't think he's a good hitter. I'm sorry to say that. Uh, he's, a, he's a very fast guy, he adds a lot in center field, but this is a guy that had a 249 expected batting average this year. Uh, he, is, he, you know, he was sent down to AAA. He lost his job to, Domin- job to Dominic Fletcher, my favorite player ever. Um, and yeah, I, look, I mean, he, he had a, a huge hit for this team. He had a big home run, you know, in game five, but ultimately he had a terrible series. I think 212 this postseason. And so, you know, while he may, you know, he, he might steal a couple bases, he only, he only stole one all postseason, but, Maybe he gets on, maybe he steals a couple bases, maybe he makes a couple big plays in the outfield. But I really think his contributions are going to be extremely limited by the fact that he's just not good at hitting. And like I said now, you know, I, the Philadelphia Phillies, they, they had a great bullpen, right? They had one of the best bullpens in the playoffs. And 
Uh, they had Zach Wheeler going for them. But other than that, Aaron Nola threw in a, a dud in one of those two starts. Ranger Suarez did as well. Um, and if you look at the staff ERA for the Phillies, it really wasn't that great. So I, I think we're going to see a little bit tougher of a team to hit against in the Texas Rangers, especially a lot of guys who these Arizona Diamondbacks have not faced before. And I think that's really going to hurt them. So it already poor uh, at the plate, Alex Thomas, I think he's going to get even poorer. And I don't think he's going to uh, make much of an impact on this series. Sorry to tell you that. <laughs> I want to ask you about Odolis Garcia. I mean, he looked like a superstar, incredible ALCS. Can he stay hot? What's your philosophy on that? Obviously not a ton of value if you want to bet on him in different markets. But what if he does stay hot, you know? So where are you at with that, Kenny? I was too busy interrupting you. Did you just say Adolis Garcia or Corey Seager? Yeah, Adolis Garcia. Okay, or Adolis Garcia. Yeah, so I, like I said, um, I, 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 first of all, I'm here to admit I was totally wrong about Adolis Garcia. I thought he would flame out. I did not think he would continue to, to be this good um, into his second year, and he, he has done just that. He, you know, hits the ball incredibly hard. Um, all the expected numbers would back up that he's just an absolutely outstanding player. And like I said, um, I, I do think there is a little bit of value. If you want to bet on the home run leader market, I, I I would certainly look at him to have the most home runs in this series because, again, we've seen it be extremely hard to hit home runs in Arizona. Um, and, and ultimately, what I, I want a guy that's just got overwhelming power. And the Arizona Diamondbacks as well. Brandon Fott, though he's been good, is a fly ball pitcher. Uh, Zach Gallon has given up a lot of fly balls this year. Merrill Kelly is an extreme fly ball pitcher. So you have three fly ball pitchers on the Arizona Diamondbacks side of the coin. And on the Texas Rangers side, while Max Scherzer has given up his fair share of fly balls, uh, Nate Navaldi and Jordan Montgomery both have kept the ball on the ground. And also Dane Dunning, who's going to come out of the bullpen in this series, we're going to see him a bunch. He's a ground ball pitcher. So I think if you're going to play uh, one side of this in terms of the market, you're going to want to play someone on the Texas Rangers. You're going to want to bet on some Texas Rangers to hit home runs and make an impact on the series. And I think ultimately all the offense is going to come from Texas here. And Garcia should be the one to drive the ship. And I know, you know, there is the inclination. Oh, well, Seager came alive late in that, uh, in that ALCS. And, you know, Marcus Simeon can't stay this cold forever. I think he can stay this cold forever. I think Garcia is certainly the guy that I'm going to be backing uh, if I'm taking some props on the Rangers for sure, Aaron. I agree. When it comes to the stolen base leader, Corbin Carroll is a sizable favorite on Ben MGM at plus 140. But I wonder, though, if you believe that the Rangers offense will be you know, much more dominant and they will be playing with a lead a good bit throughout this series. I wonder if there are Rangers players who you want to look at in the stolen base market. Anybody stand out there? Well, yeah, I remember last time when I said you were a really smart guy I, I think that that would I would continue to say that you're a very smart guy because Jonah Heim is one of the best in baseball at throwing out runners and when you look at Corbin Carroll he did have an excellent game seven for the Arizona Diamondbacks really helped them uh, power their way through this series but if you look at that series as a, as a whole Corbin Carroll only hit 222 with a 267 on base and yes he had two stolen bases but it's hard to steal a base guys if you don't get on base, right? And that is exactly what did happen with, with Corbin Carroll. Yeah, it, uh, believe it or not, it's hard to steal second base when you're not even on first. Uh, so I agree. that I, I would definitely look at the, the Texas Rangers side of this market, and I know he did cool down, but Leody Tavares would have to be the first guy that I'm looking at. He had, he's had four stolen bases all postseason. 
I, I know both both of these catchers are very good defensively. Jonah Heim is just a, a touch above uh, Gabriel Moreno in terms of throwing out hitters, and I, I think ultimately that is the side that you want to go. And also, the, like I said, with the more offense coming from Texas, Evan Carter and Leody Severus have to be guys that you're giving a look to. Um, you know, and honestly, I know I just disparaged his name, and I apologize to his family, but maybe Marcus Semyon as well because Semyon can steal bases. <laughs> And if you really want to believe that Semyon figures it out in this series and gets hot, and he's he's hitting 192 this postseason, but he obviously had an unbelievable year during the regular regular season. If you want to believe that he's due for some hits, Semyon also is a guy that you should look at in this market because he will steal bases if he's on. He just hasn't been on. So uh, that that those are three guys that I would look at with Texas. And I, unfortunately, because I'm in a state that doesn't have these sorts of props, I'm not looking at the numbers in front of me. You guys are but I would imagine Semyon isn't very, very close to the top uh, of those odds. Tavares is 9-1, to one, and that's one that we mentioned earlier that we absolutely love. Uh, just about 30 seconds left. Uh, any plays that you've not mentioned that uh, you want to get out there? Yes, thank you. I like the under 50.5 total runs in this series. I really, really think that we could see it end in five or six games, but even if it goes six games, I think all these are very, very low-scoring affairs. I think the, we're going to see an offensive correction with Texas going to a big, big park like Arizona. They hit a lot of fly balls. They're just not going to go out there. Um, and I think that we're going to see better pitching on both sides like that, that we didn't see in the ALCS and LCS. We saw two teams that really struggled to pitch down the end of that series. So I think the under 50.5 total runs in this series. Love that look. Nicely done. Kenny Ducey of Covers in the Action Network. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. This is Becky Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our favorite college football plays for the weekend. That's right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And we will get to college football in just a bit. But first, some breaking news. Joe Ostrowski's wife has a new car, ladies and gentlemen. This is incredible, given all of the road trips that they will be taking to Notre Dame to close out the college football season. Yeah, yeah, she needed an upgrade bad. I Every time she'd go anywhere that was more than 10 minutes away, she would take my car. So it was, it was I, I can't stand driving her old car. It's needed an upgrade bad. It's it's unbel- It's still the case, I think. I wasn't doing as much because it was a couple years ago when I got my car. Um, we're still at the point where used cars cost the same as new cars. I'm like, this is still mm-hmm. going on? Yeah. It's like, why mm-hmm. would you go wow. used over new? I don't understand that. It's all that so tells me is it's time for me to get a new car. Yeah, you can sell it. You can get some decent decent money on yours. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a good idea. Yeah, used car 
you know, get the, re, you know, trade in value, all that good stuff. Like you can make a killing that way. Get a great deal on a brand new car if you play it just right. So yeah, the I, economy yeah. is still in that spot where inventory is exceeding demand or whatever it is. So. I couldn't, I couldn't be one of those people there, those apps where you can buy cars online. I couldn't mm-hmm. buy a car without driving it or seeing what my car is going to be. And per- I, I keep like, Oh, they deliver to your house. I'm like, how do you not? How can you just make yeah. that sort of a purchase without test driving your car? I, and sure, you can go test drive similar cars, but I, you don't know what's wrong with it when it shows up. And mm-hmm. like, also, if you go test drive like it, I got my last car for the first time at CarMax. I went in yeah. there thinking I wanted one car and ended up getting a totally different car, you know, that after too. weighing yeah. pros and cons. And so it's kind of like, you know, got to see your options. I won't buy clothes online because I want to know exactly really? how it's going to fit me, much less buying a car, which is a much bigger deal. You don't trust certain brands like this. Is, these fit well on me or like how this is. So I'd be willing to buy this brand online. Like, no, I, I, uh, I don't. Unlo- unless it's like athletic shorts or like a sweatshirt that I won't go right. out in. That's fine. Or like athletic clothes or, or like yeah, yeah, yeah. sports clothes. Like, you know, like yeah. I have Kings jerseys Workout, that I yeah. bought online. That's fine. But other than that. Yeah. As long as it's free. Sacramento returns, Kings or LA Kings? I'll order away. <laughs> really, Joe? Sacram- really? I want, an, I, want you, I want the idea of you wearing a basketball jersey. <laughs> so, so I'll LA buy him a Sabonis jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna wear Aaron's boyfriend on a jersey. Yeah, like that's that's normal. <laughs> I couldn't imagine just wearing a basketball. Right. I'm going for a jog in my in my jersey, my basketball. That's going to Lala. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. He's going on the the train. He's gonna see Jake, and he's going to Lala. No, and you certainly rave. will not see me <laughs> in a rave with a lot of drugs. Yeah, right. Yeah. With, with someone I just met. <laughs> That's insane. Meeting a stranger That's... at a baseball game, your first hangout is attending a rave. That's what Ian said earlier. I don't hate it. You know, I couldn't do it. I don't either. Could you do it, Paul? You, yeah, you meet I mean, somebody I'm done... at a, like a Cubs game, you go to whatever. Like, yeah, let's hang out. Okay, cool. Oh, well, I'm hitting this rave up. All right, I'm, I mean, he's I'm new done. in New York. He's new in New York, <laughs> relatively. You know, it's, I, I think, within a year or so, a year plus, maybe. Right. Like, right. internationally, I've definitely done this. Like, you, you're traveling, you meet people, and you just kind of go do random stuff. Absolutely. It's a risky move. It's a risky move. What's going to happen? What is going? What is? Die. What are you people you all scared of? You yeah. die. Like, what are you scared Death. of? And I also, I will, I do think it's different for like. Probably a guy by himself and meeting someone and being like, yeah, I can take, you know, do this as opposed to like, I mean, I don't want to speak, Aaron, you speak on that if you want, but like, I I think it'd be different for me to like go or do what Ian did. There's a little bit less of a risk factor, maybe, I don't know, or like a trepidation, maybe. You think he could handle himself? He's a hockey player. He's a hockey guy. (laughs) I would say it's also that just that main male confidence that you can fight off any attacker. It's just, it's in your blood. And also like, if you're trying to what, if you want my kidneys, I guess you're going to take them. 
Like what? Like, okay, you're gonna drug me and take my money. But you put or yourself like, in what? that position. That's what we're saying. Like, you know. But I that's what we're getting at. I think I like to think that people are innately good. That's a horrible no, way well, to walk you around. Like to think that's that? a terrible. But you don't do like that. You don't. Wow. Think that. You don't really believe that. I think the majority of the time, yes, I do. I actually do. Maybe not, you know, That's people that are going guy. to a rave, but <laughs> I don't know. Saying. I guess I'm judging people. <laughs> yeah, Only good people go to raves. Clearly, but he didn't That's what meet him at a rave. He met him at a ball game. I don't know. I don't. I will it. say, like, what do you? The Venn diagram of baseball fans and rave people, like, can't be a very like that crossover can't be a lot of people. So I do kind of get it from that one, sense. And Ian met him. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm a, I kind of I dig it. Yeah, I'm up for whatever, you know. Yeah, just up for yeah. whatever. Look. Up for good times. You All know? right. Anyone who's going to a rave, send Paul an email or a DM. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I'm I'm rave at, ready at anymore or ever him. was. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was keep a those time DMs open, Paul. Let us know. Didn't you have a rave goes. story? I told you, I you actually had a rave story. Better. Yeah, yeah, when I was 23, I accidentally ended up at a rave after a night out in Philly. Yeah, and Big if you're going guy. on random side quests internationally, you were rave ready. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you only live one YOLO, man, you know? Yes, and it could end early. Right. Accidentally. It's going to end Thanks. either way. Counterpoint. That's true. Thanks. Thanks what happens if you guys all right. been out and you meet like a new group of people? I guess it's different because it's not singular, but they're like, hey, we're going here. We're going to do this. And you're like, okay, let's go. And you just yes. go wherever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that oh, yeah. to me is kind of like going with the yeah. flow. You don't know what. It's kind of an adventure. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. Man, but it's kind of like, lot. okay, there's you can always happening. call Uber. <laughs> You can always call you know what? Uber and get yourself out of it quickly. I definitely did that in Mexico City, now that I'm thinking about it. Like, I met some people, and then they're like, hey, we're going to this next spot. And I went with them. We were, like, hanging out till like, 4 in the morning, just from spot to spot to spot. It was a great time. Still yeah. friends with exactly. them. Exactly. I've done it, too. That's fair. I, I oh, thought yeah. you, I've actually done it in DC. Yeah. Paul, Paul just said, he's like, I'm not a rave guy. I don't know that I'd ever be a rave guy. But he's spitting out all these stories. About that wasn't a down. rave. I don't know. If someone's oh, like, hey, I feel like there's more applied with a rave. Like, a I don't know what. A... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah, mean, right. more like being spontaneous. And yeah. being I'm saying spontaneous. the. the, FOMO. the Yes. The drug factor, then you don't have control. You can't defend yourself. That's what I was getting at. That's I agree with that. Don't leave your drinks unattended. Yeah. Keep or. Or they hand you a drink. Yeah. Like, oh, right, they hand no you a drink. drink. I didn't watch you pour it. Like that's right. not or happening. Yeah. You don't know what they're actually giving you. Like I would I would be very right. trepidatious, is that a word? About no. yeah. that. <laughs> trepidatious is a word. Ask yeah. Ed. He's the smartest on the show. Yeah. Just ask Kenny. Is that a plus E V to yeah, say? Right. Probably not. Smart guy Kenny Ducey. He's still here and now he's gone. That's too bad. Uh, shall we get to college football bets? How about the biggest game yeah. of the week? Oregon and Utah Ducks, six and a half point favorites on the road. Total 47 and a half. Joe, what do you like? Oh, man. Is Utah going to be the public dog this week? Mm-hmm. It sure feels like it, right? Mm-hmm. It does. And, and I get it. I got the vibe. I get it. Because you watched them take down USC when nobody – 
uh, was banking on them. You know, you think historically they dominate at home. They're rarely an underdog. Last year they were perfect there. 2021, they were 7-0 there as well. Last time they lost was a COVID year, if you want to even count that. Uh, last time they lost a home game, uh, they have they don't have the best offense, but the offense looked good when you're facing an awful defense. Um, they do have an elite defense. But, it, I mean, isn't that what this matchup is? The Ducks offense against the Utah defense. And the market is saying that they favor the Ducks, which I find a little surprising because I didn't think they'd have to get out to six and a half uh, to get some Utah support. I thought this number was going to be much shorter, Oregon favored, but I wasn't thinking it'd be be touching on a touchdown. It's like, yeah, (coughs) Oregon's a higher rated team, a much higher rated team. So that's why they're favored on the road. I want to take Utah as a home dog, but um, I'm also concerned <laughs> about doing mm. that. Well, I can't wait to hear what Polly Public has to say. As for me, I will, <laughs> I do like Utah here. Felder got me all concerned. Utah at home, hmm. how hard it is to play. He's talking about the Made story. it sound too You're easy. Talking about the, yeah. yeah, the 18 home games in a row. So that we know this crowd is going to be intense. But at the same time, the Utes are not good. I mean, how are they even going to score? I think it's going to be tough for them. And on the flip side, Bo Nix and the Ducks offensive line has been really, really good. It's going to be an all-out effort, almost like it is Utah Super Bowl. I think they're going to give it everything they have. So I do think they cover the spread, and I'm going to sprinkle money line. Yeah, absolutely. Like This, is, de- this is definitely a game where if – Utah, you think will cover the number, then just bet them on the money line. This isn't going to be a close game, uh, and Utah only covers but doesn't win outright. I mean, look, Salt Lake City is a rave. When you think of raves, you think of Salt Lake <laughs> City, right, guys? I, mm-hmm. I, I think that matters here. Like, home field advantage is, is different in certain right. places. You mentioned the elevation. Michael Felder certainly did, and that's fine. I don't know if I have a play on the side or money line here, but – I really like the under. I know 47 and a half is not that big for a college football game, but I think the under makes a good bit more sense in part because Utah's defense has been fantastic. They seem to be prepared for all of these other good Pac-12 quarterbacks. Uh, I get it was a higher scoring game against USC, but with Oregon, I'm still concerned about their ability for explosive plays. You look at intermediate passes from 10 to 19 air yards, and Bo Nix has an adjusting completion percentage of 67.6%. That's only 33rd per PFF. I would, li- I would by now have liked to have seen Oregon be able to throw consistently down the field, and I'm just not sure they can against this solid unit. And maybe Utah doesn't do its part either. So to me, the under 47.5 is the play I like the most. Uh, shall we bring in public, public Polly uh, as far as what the public wants to do? The pernicious public Polly. What do I want to do? What's are you on? Are you on Utah? On <laughs> what do you want? You're a man of the it's people. Like, if, if it's a seven, I I don't have a ton of interest. I'll be honest. But if it's a seven, I would have to back Utah. Like I, I think this is more of a stay away for me. Uh, it's a weird spot. Utah, huge win. Um, coming back from southern cal i just i don't have a great feel great feel for the game but if it was a seven it's utah or nothing honestly it's six and a half i think it's utah or nothing yeah i'm there yeah i'm i'm fine with utah yeah Mm -hmm. i i agree with you there 
Uh, how about we move on to uh, Pitt versus Notre Dame, the Irish 20 and a half point favorites with a total of 44 and a half. And yes, this is certainly an important game as far as uh, the Irish and improving uh, what bowl they go to, all that fun stuff. But also yeah. uh, head coach Marcus Freeman is also making headlines as he turned the tables on reporter Tim O'Malley, who coaches his son's flag football team. Let's have a listen. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Maybe. Perhaps. Uh, we'll oh, we don't have that. Okay. We'll skip it. Well, there you go. Right. We're <laughs> okay. running up against that. Just talks okay. on the game or any yeah. other game you guys want to mention real quick. Yeah, yeah I sure. mean, I'll probably have a bet on it, but I don't I don't love it. Notre Dame off the bye. They haven't played an unranked team since September 16th. Pitt's offense is putrid. Mm-hmm. So I think Notre Dame's defense is probably going to shut them down, especially with extra rest. Uh, I don't have a play on the game, but uh, I, I, do, I do have a play in Duke-Louisville. Numbers four, you've got – what you've got Louisville they had the pit loss after they upset Notre Dame then they go on by they got a top 10 rushing office they play well at home so I'm curious how Louisville looks I I get the point spread it was a surprise to see Leonard uh playing for Duke last week most people assumed that he was not going to be there 
I think it was a lucky cover. And I was one of those people on the Knolls. The Knolls just shut them out in the fourth quarter. But I was impressed. Duke at Florida State, and they were hanging with them. They, they've hung with some really good teams, including Notre Dame, uh, this year. I'm, I'm getting four in this one. I think Leonard's going to look better. Uh, give, give me the, the four points and the dog on the road. I'll take Duke. One game I looked at, I know we're up against it, Colorado at UCLA. UCLA's defense has been so good. I think they shut down Colorado, and plus Coach Prime has been Mm. talking about these slow, sluggish starts. First half under or under for the full game, I love that in this matchup. I think Duke beats Louisville outright. You look at strength of schedule. Louisville has it really easy. 86 per strength of schedule per ESPN. Duke is 19th. They've played against the big boys and have done really well. Louisville really hasn't outside of Notre Dame, and that's a team they just know how to play against. So I think Duke wins that game outright. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our lightning bets, our favorite plays for tonight. That's right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to Becky All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And we will get to our lightning bets in just a bit. But first, as we are talking about World Series props, when it comes to what the public is doing with MVP per BetMGM, the highest ticket percentage is going to Bryce Harper. 17, or no, that can't be right. No, because he's not. It was, no. I hope they, not. Like their oh, exposure. Oh, okay. Harper was gotcha. the most. <laughs> and then okay. Corbin... Uh, People that are alive, Corbin Carroll, second most tickets, second most handle at just over 10%. When are they going to learn? When are they going to learn? Yeah, don't go after the favorites. Don't do it. Don't. But yes, those still alive, Corbin Carroll uh, has the highest ticket percentage at uh, 10.1%. So there is that. Uh, But what's good about us is we have a game genie, if you will, and that is Jake Hassan, who will tell us exactly which props we should be betting on for the World Series. Hello. Happy to be here. Hello. How are you doing, Jake? Hi, game genie. Hey, what what, what did you think about what Kenny Ducey had to say about a lot of your favorites? You know, he went he went pretty hard at our guy Alec Thomas. Not great. Oh my god! But he went uh, hard. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> and by went hard at Alec Thomas, I mean he basically buried him and his family forever. That was uh, you know, listen, <laughs> a little bit of adversity never hurt nobody. It's fine. Feel fine about it, Alec Thomas. Because you know what overcomes the Kenny Ducey burial, the Mount Carmel Chicago connection that me and Joe right. have with Alec Thomas. That goes deeper than anything so that's that's we're good we're fine it's all good listen he didn't disparage any of my other guys we're fine it's all good you know a little pushback never hurt nobody we're good totally fine with it all right well he was killing a lot of guys but Longoria. <laughs> well, Longoria, yeah, right. I do. Longoria <laughs> is kind of cooked yeah Semien, i mean simeon's been great. cooked for a month yeah like that th- those i get because those what would you do are, with simeon what would you do with Nothing. Simeon? I don't want anything to do with Marcus Semien. I think he, no, no, like, no, 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 no. You're you're running the team. What what? 
you take them out of that spot. Like, no, I mean, you have to point. keep them there just because, like, the season-long results do speak on the sub. But just right now, I don't want him to lead anything. Like, I don't want home runs. I don't want RBIs. I just think he's gassed. He paid, played all 162, and it's not the first time he's done that before. I just think, like, Texas probably should have sat him down a couple times at the end of the season and said, hey, dude, we're going to probably make the playoffs. You got to take a couple days off here. Like, we need you more then. And I think it's showing. I think he's just out of gas. I think he's cooked right now. Could I be wrong? And he turns it on for the for the World Series and he flips the switch? Absolutely. I could look like King Doofus. It wouldn't be the first time. It happens. Whatever. But I just want nothing to do with him right now. I think he's gassed. Uh, you know, I just, no plays on Marcus Simeon whatsoever for me. And Longoria, I mean, he's 38 years old. He's just cooked. I love him, but. <laughs> yeah, he's done. Jake Hassan famously hates people over the age of 38. That's what yes, we're super famously. Ooh, I'm I'm on the cusp right now. Yeah. Uh oh, Paul, Paul's on the cusp. Right? Line. <laughs> That's dangerous. Oh, man, it certainly is. Uh, any any other things uh, you like here uh, as far as the other markets are concerned? Yeah, as far as stolen base leader, I have a tough time getting on board with any of the Rangers just because, and this is going to sound homerish of me because I'm a big Gabby Moreno guy, but he was statistically the best catcher defensively in baseball for the regular season as far as throwing runners out goes. He had the highest caught stealing above average. He had the highest run value for catching runners. He had one of the strongest pop times. It's just I think that if you're going to be going against somebody like that for a stolen base leader, you're playing with fire and more power to you if you want to. But I just don't see like Leonardo Tavares. I could get on board with nine to one. Okay. At least there's some hashtag value there, but I don't want to take anybody else on Texas. I don't think because Moreno was so strong stealing base. And that's not to say Heim wasn't, but where Moreno was first, Heim was eighth. Or ninth. So it's like you have a little bit more wiggle room there, and I'm more willing to go against that a little bit than I am with Moreno, so, who was awesome so all year. If you're taking a nine to one, you would take Walker over Tavares? I think so. Because also, the Arizona showed, especially in those last couple of games, they're willing to run Walker like a lot. And they just pick their spots with him. And Real Mudo's not a slouch when it comes to throwing out base runners still. Like he's still got you know, some decent skills when it comes to that area and throwing out runners. So Walker, I just think Arizona and Lavello are really, really good at picking their spots of when he's going to run. Like you said, he's been on base a ton. Even if the power numbers aren't there, even if the batting average isn't there, he's walking a ton. He got hit by a pitch a couple times this postseason too. So he's just finding a way to get to first base and, you know, like I mentioned earlier in the show, if Arizona's going to do this where they're going to steal bases and they're going to be willing to get back to their bread and butter, I do think that there's a spot there for you to find some hashtag value on Christian Walker. I do like that look. How many, how many is it going to take to win this? <sighs> guess Three or four? On... <laughs> Maybe. If that, that <laughs> That's going to be it. awesome. That That's going to be awesome it, to track. Right? Yeah. It, What's that, sad too is like yeah. you could see both teams doing that, right, Jake? Like, oh yeah, one hundred percent. Get this sweep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this could be a very yeah, one thousand percent. Right. It's just so unpredictable, which which makes it fun. Sorry, Nate mm-hmm. Silver, but this will be fun. I can't wait oh for my God. So very, that. So that's very <laughs> uh, yeah, I right. loved that. <laughs> we all did. Jake's right. Had to. Bone Take a hike. Yeah. Build me Turn bridge, 538 into 038. That's for sure. Uh, 
Okay, as far as uh, Thursday Night Football is concerned, uh, most bet on ticket props here. Dalton Kincaid over 37.5 receiving yards at minus 125. 99% of the money is on the over. Rashad White over 22.5 receiving yards. 99% of the money is on the over. However, Rashad White under 46.5 rushing yards. Predictable insights, I suppose, Joe, but still important ones, especially that Kincaid one stands out to me as one that I would probably want to back the public with. It, it seems like they're really looking at what happened last week a lot. A lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, White had a ton of receiving yards, not much rushing. He hasn't been doing much this season. And then Kincaid's coming off the, his best game that in his early early portion of his career, of his rookie year. So I'd imagine that happens a whole lot. Where Okay, what happened last week? Well, let's see. That's going to repeat. Yeah, it's a completely different situation, guys. Um, not the same game plan. Different matchups. It's, uh, I find it pretty predictable. You're right. It is. Mm-hmm. I would agree with the white one. Agreed. I, I'd agree with the yeah. white one. Mm-hmm. Which, which white one? Rushing or receiving? Under, r- under rushing. I'm under not rushing. going oh, yeah. over receive, receiving on that yeah. at all. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely there. Uh, as far as my bets are concerned, uh, got two for Thursday night. Mike Evans over 56 and a half rushing receiving yards at minus 110. Bring back the jet sweep. That's what football's all about. Uh, also, with my inside runs conversation, if you missed our Let's Be Sharper segment, check out our podcast wherever you podcast. But Josh Allen to score a touchdown at plus 180. And ever since I anointed myself as the Iceman, I am 0 for 1. So let's run it back. Carolina Hurricanes puck line at plus 130. They are way too good to have the start that they did. I think they regroup at home against the Kraken. I think they win by at least two, Joe. All right. Uh, favorite play tonight, Stefan Diggs, over 85 and a half receiving yards. Number one wideouts have been destroying the Bucks secondary. A.J. Brown, 131. Jefferson, 150. Uh, D.J. Moore, 104. Uh, Amon Ra, 124. 12 grabs. That's going to continue tonight. Pick a Diggs prop. I'm good with that. Over 85 and a half. God, with no touchdowns, and I'm getting about three to one on it right now. You could find a plus 290 for an anytime touchdown. I don't think that's a bad bet. That that makes sense to me. It's going to happen at some point with Godwin. Don't mind that. Uh, stolen base prop. Why is this the one? Stolen base leader for the World Series. Why is this the one I'm honed in on? I'm going to play uh, someone from each side at a 9-1 to price. I'm playing Walker and Tavares. I'm doing both 9-1. to And Kenny Ducey's not going to sway me. Let's take some long shots <laughs> on Alec Thomas. Home runs. 35 to 1, RBI leader. He's 50 to 1. 50 to 1. That's that's worth something for me. I'm sorry. I know he's going to not start the Montgomery game. I don't really care. Um, Alec Thomas, come on through. That's it. Love, love you, Kenny. All right. I'll also be on Josh Allen anytime touchdown at plus 190 after Ed's Let's Be Sharper. I think that's a good look for tonight. I'm also doing an interception parlay. Both QBs to throw an INT <laughs> tonight. It's plus 234. And my favorite bet is Baker over 33 and a half pass attempts tonight. He's gone over that in all but two. And one of those he had 32, the other 25. So very close. I think he'll go over this tonight. Paul? We should, we should call that the parlay of suck. Quarterback to throw an interception. I love it. Some, we could workshop that. 
Um, I am somewhat aligned with you, Joe. I, the Bucks' pass defense, very beatable. Oh, I'm going to go with Josh Allen, though, over 265.5, 265.5, 266.5. Um, passing yards. I will also be playing the Godwin TD. We talked about it, and Baker's talking him up. Like, we got to get him the ball. Uh, first touchdown price, if you're interested, is 17 to 1 on Chris Godwin. Uh, Dalton Kincaid. Don't love that as much now that the public is all over it, at least on his yards. But a touchdown for him is plus 260 anytime touchdown. And it being a Josh Allen day, Josh Allen of the Jaguars to lead the league at sacks is 26 to 1. He is the second most pressures in the NFL. He's two back. Pittsburgh, by the way, has a second worst pass blocking grade per PFF this week's opponent. Bottom five pressure rate allowed. Uh, San Francisco, next opponent, bottom five pass blocking grade, bottom half of the league in pressure rate allowed. Houston and Tennessee, both bottom half of the league in pressure rate allowed. Bengals, bottom half of the league pass blocking grade. Browns, bottom 10 pressure rate allowed. Uh, Younger QB, likely, could be taking more sacks. Panthers in there, too, also bottom of the league in both those metrics. Anything else, Jake? Go, Jake. Yeah, I mean, I'm aligned on Thomas MVP. Uh, talked about that earlier. I'm going to tail on Christian Walker, stolen base leader. The more we talk about it, the more I like that spot as well. And then I actually also have a play for Thursday Night Football tonight. I'm going to take the Stefan Diggs alt-receiving 100 plus plus 130 on BetMGM. Oh, I love it. Okay. Nicely done. Drop the mic. Thanks for watching and listening to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. For those listening, next up is Jim Rome. For those watching on Twitch and YouTube, stay tuned for the Daily Tip. Take care, everybody. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.